Hey guys and gals and that glorious Technicolor rainbow in between. I'm Mel and this is Melly's Musings. How are you today? Um, just to let you know before we begin anything else, uh, this podcast is supported by listeners like you. Um, if you like what you hear, please do leave a comment, a rating, um, anything you can say or do, uh, share it out, tweet it out, whatever. To um, just anything you can do to support would be insanely helpful, and I would be eternally grateful and give you ginormous hugs if I ever see you in person. So, <laughs> all right, so today, uh, for the first episode, just gonna give you like a quick little rundown of what we're doing here. Um, on this show, I'm going to be interviewing people that can teach me things that I don't know, that you know, I'm fairly decently smart kind of ish incredibly smart (laughs) but at the same time there's so much out there that i don't know so i have so many friends and acquaintances that are into doing so many different things and so many different realms and fields of work etc etc so i'm going to be interviewing people where i can learn new things about the world or about how to do things, new methods to craft or ways to write or, you know, just anything I can learn and and stuff into my noggin. So, and conversations will be anywhere from super serious to completely non-fucking-sensical. Oh, by the way, there will be a lot of swearing on here, just to let you know. So, you know, try to keep it away from the kiddos. (laughs) So, just to let you know, I was just giving you an overview of what all's going on. I'm probably going to have, like, everything condensed into a better intro spiel (laughs) Um, next episode. I'm going to do one episode a week. So hopefully it'll be coming out on Fridays or some such or thereabouts, you know. So anyways, so today for the first episode, I'm actually going to be talking to one of my best friends on the face of the planet. Um, This is Chelsea DeLon. She is an author. She, well, writer. Author implies writing a whole novel. Um, she is a definitely a writer, and she's a fucking amazing writer, by the way. Don't let her tell you otherwise. And she is also an artist as well. So we have a few things to bring up, a few stories to talk about. And honestly, we're, we're just going to shoot the shit for like an hour. And just, you know, see where things go. So, Chelsea, welcome to Melly's Musings. How are you today? I'm fantastic. Hi, hello. Uh, Thank you for having me this evening. And I'm quite excited for this new experience. Quite excited. Also quite nervous. (laughs) And trust me, me, you're not the only one. Because I'm nervous as all hell as well. So you've written so many short stories. I've seen snippets of your writing um, left, right, up, and down, and I actually read uh, for the first time ever uh, a completed story of yours for the first time ever as of, what was that, about an hour ago. And, I mean, you really have a good voice and a good eye. It's amazing. Thank you so much. That actually makes me feel so good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm only telling the truth, you know. I don't, I don't try to blow smoke up people's asses. You know, if, if you're a good writer, I'm gonna tell you, you're a good fucking writer, you know. But yeah, I mean, so 
in general, just like kind of walk us through like what type of writing do you do in general? Like what type of stories do you like to do? Um, are there any genres that you tend to uh, delve into more than others? Sorry, it took me a second to find the word there. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, I tend to lean more towards the horror aspect of writing and the morose I guess you can say like some of my writings are incredibly sad but a lot of them are just horrifying <laughs> they're they're scary and well in my humble personal opinion but um well horror yeah. is very subjective but at the same time there are universal things that everybody can be afraid of or at least you know the mass majority of people can be afraid of so yeah Yep, and that's me, and that's where my brain tends to dwell. And don't even get me started on my writing process. It is literally just a hectic, goddamn mess. Like, I'll just get a random idea, and it can just be a random off-the-wall idea, but my brain's <laughs> just like, how... How can I fuck this up? How can I make people look at their phone, tablet, and or PC and be like, what the hell is she on? Is she okay? Do I need to check on her? That hey, is my writing. Those, those are the best types <laughs> of writings, okay? If you get people thinking what the fuck is wrong with that person, you know you've come up with something good. I'm just saying. <laughs> and that's, that, that's what it tends to be because I do have my friends I'll, I'll say friends and I'll use that term loosely acquaintances if you will that will reach out to me who have not known me more than maybe a handful of months and girl are you okay is there something <laughs> we need to talk about do I need to help you find a therapist do we maybe oh, good need Lord. some medication that is awesome I love that that is awesome <laughs> Overall, I do have to say throughout the years, a majority of the feedback that I get is positive. People actually tend to genuinely enjoy my stories, and y'all have no idea how much that does for me. I just, I want people to read my stuff and like it, and dare I say, appreciate it, because maybe I'm voicing something that they could never find the words for. And that right there is the quest of pretty much every writer on the face of the planet. Just looking for that, looking for that level of understanding and appreciation for, you know, the work that they put into their craft. Unless you're one of those stupid idiots that only write to make money, and at that point, you're not a writer, you're a fucking capitalist. Anyway, sorry, that's completely different uh, rant right there but anyway you that get the could idea. be a rant for another episode oh later. trust me i have a couple of friends <laughs> i have a couple of friends that i can bring on here that'll be like a two hour long fucking rant against capitalism um <laughs> like i'll probably get cam on here at one point I was and... about to say, please bring cammy <laughs> into this because i need it <laughs> Oh no, Cam Cam will probably be on here. I don't know if he's going to be like the next one, but maybe the, like the one after that because I know who I want for the next one. Um I'm not going to spoil it for, you know, people who are listening and want to be like 
left on the edge of their seat or whatnot. But I do know yeah. who, I, who I have on tap for the next one. Um, but yeah, I definitely plan on having Cam here. Um, I also have a friend that's hardcore anti-fascist. Like, hardcore anti-fascist. And uh, I definitely want to get right them on, on here as well. Musician friends. I have friends that are pro wrestlers and a pro wrestling referee. Um, I got friends that are painters and artists and webcomic artists. And I have a list, a literal, actual physical list, like right in front of me, <laughs> of names that I've come up with. But anyways, that's, the, that's neither here nor there. That's completely getting off fucking topic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> Goddamn right. Love it. So... Do you have any stories that you're currently working on that I need to read um, just because I want to read more of your stories? Um, I do have a few story ideas for future projects. I do also have the next part of mini-series that I already have written parts for. My Wishes mini-series has two parts, and I'm going to write a third part that's going to kind of wrap everything together. That sounds okay. really cool. Oh my goodness, there was another one, and it was right on the tip of my tongue, girl. Um, Sorry, you didn't mean to, didn't no, no, mean no, to no, distract no, 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 you. No, 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 it's okay. Like, I'm so scatterbrained, but like, I'm, I'm starting to chill out. I'm starting to get into the flow of things. I'm starting to relax. It's going to be all right. It is. Um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be okay. Just, just woosa, woosa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mentioned wishes. So yes, wishes. A blink and a tear has two parts technically. Okay, however, I just love the name of that. By the way, that is just a fucking awesome name. Okay, this this is where I I reveal one of my many secrets that title is taken from a mud vein lyric and i will give a cookie to whoever can figure out the song you heard it here first folks figure out where which song which which song that came from and she will mail you a fucking cookie i'm pretty sure she won't but she might I, I will. Absolutely <laughs> will. I, and I will make whatever kind of cookie you want. You want an oatmeal raisin? I don't know why, but I'll oh, make God, you one. Oh, God, I love oatmeal raisin cookies, though. Oh. I, I am such a chocolate chip hoe. <laughs> oh, God, no, so am I. So am I. Like, I went to the grocery earlier today, and, you know, just because I had to get a few things and, like, some groceries and whatnot. And they had in the bakery, all the cookies were buy one, get one. Like oh, all yes. the fresh, the fresh bakery ones too. Oh you, yes. You better believe I picked up two fucking packs of chocolate chunk cookies. All right, they're sitting on my fucking counter in my kitchen, right the fuck right now. All right. Yes, ma'am. I believe it, and I'm here for it. I wish I had some right now, but I digress. Well, I mean, look, if you can get yourself over to a Winn-Dixie, all right, I'm pretty sure it's it's across all the Winn-Dixies. Nice. So, yes, my dear children, um, if you can figure out the, the song that it came from, comment it, let us know, give us your guesses, and like I said, the first one to actually get it 
I will mail you a cookie. So don't be shy. Give us your guesses. Get your cookie. Speaking of which, how would people be able to get in touch with you? Like, I'm going to ask you again at the end of the interview, because, you know, that's like a normal thing. Like, hey, what's your socials? But, like, how do people, how do you like to get in touch with people? Like, through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, what, 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 you, what you got? I am very much so present on Facebook as of right now. I am under my full name, which is Chelsea Michelle DeLon. You don't have to add me if you don't want to. That's fine. If you just want to follow me or message me, whatever, you know, my, my profile is open. It is not on private. Uh, yeah, that would be the best way to get to me. That sounds like an absolute plan. So, all right. So going back to the topic of, like, what stories you have coming up, um, you know, you have the 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 blink and a tear which i still fucking love that anyway sorry so any other ones you got coming up that you have in the pipeline what in any way shape form or how (laughs) i do have another series that i want to bring up and talk about because i don't believe i have posted it to the public yet but i would like to take a moment to give a little bit of a synopsis of Blink and a Tear, if I may. Blink and a Tear, in a nutshell, is a story about life and death. Life and death are actually personified. I have them represented as ethereal people. I'm not going to say like people, people like you and I, but uh, obviously ethereal, otherworldly type beings. And I, I have to poke a little fun at myself here is that I tend to have a really bad habit of romanticizing death and it's a comment that has been spoken to me several times is that people have never been so in love with a character named death until they have read this story death of the endless um that's like ultimate waifu material. So if it's comparable to Death of the Endless, 120% here for it. Just saying. So that's about it for upcoming projects for Tom Bean. Well, for already established stories, yes. The other one that I mentioned that I do not believe I have posted to the public is called Blood and Bubbly. Chris Jericho would absolutely love that. <laughs> and the only thing I'm going to say about that is if any of y'all are interested in the SCPC or SCP Foundation universe you're really going to dig this because I didn't make that connection until I myself fell down the rabbit hole of the SCP Foundation world and again, like I said, if you're really into that, if you really dig that, then you're really going to like this series. I will definitely look to check it out then. I'm not a huge SCP person, but I do like the concept of it. I just don't like the wildly varying quality of everything. Like, I like things to be a very consistent voice and quality with my stories. So, like, open source um, universes and whatnot like that I tend to shy away from a little bit 
but I love the concept of it. So if it's anything like SCP, I will definitely be checking it out, yes. Yes, please and thank you. I'll probably, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll probably post the first bit of it on Facebook probably later tonight. So. That sounds like a plan. Do you have, like, a actual, like, page dedicated to your writing, or is it just on your personal page? I do have a writing page established, but I need to brush the cobwebs and the dust off of it and bring it back to life, as it were. Well, I mean, you work in horror, so it kind of fits the theme, you know. <laughs> well, it's just... Um, I've sent invitations out to my ever-growing friends list here recently, and there's plenty of new likes on it, like people liking the page itself, and a few likes here and there for the stories that have already been published, and uh, I actually run this page with my other best friend, and she also posts a handful of her stories on there as well. She is also very talented, but seeing as I do not have her permission to plug her here, we can maybe discuss her at a later date. Yeah, that sounds like a plan, or I'll just call her up one day and have her on the show as well you know you never know i mean because good lord her, her, she's insanely fucking crafty as well so i would definitely yes. like to i would definitely like to have her on to talk about like all her million and ten different projects that she does that she is yes. insanely fucking talented at doing because good lord yes. <laughs> she is so insanely talented I yes do. she's amazing okay so how about your art? Because I know I mentioned your art at the beginning. I know you love to paint, if anything, as like a release or kind of a side hobby. What about it really attracts you? Like, what do you really like about it? Please do talk about it at, at however much length you want, because <laughs> I love hearing about stuff like this. So, Okay, so when it comes to my art and my art process, I am like any other starving artist it, it began as this was going to be a monetary staple if i could help it here's the downside about that people don't want to spend money <laughs> on actual art that you pour your heart and soul into but i can rant about that for literal hours on its own but don't you so know you can pay your rent with exposure Oh, baby, don't even get me started. Oh, that makes me so mad. <laughs> no, you cannot have this $150, like, 20 by 30 canvas because you're going to expose me. Get the fuck out of here. That is, no, that is not going to pay my rent. That right. is not going to put groceries in my house. God it's damn not going right. to feed it's not going to feed me, my boyfriend, my cats, and my dogs. Like, <laughs> no. So. Oh, gotta love the entitled idiots of the interwebs. Oh, bless them. Bless their little hearts. All of them. How southern of you. Special, special little people. Um, actually, I can give y'all a damn good example of what not to say to artists in general do not me message them with a concept and reference photos 
talk them up about a possible painting or drawing or sketch or what have you just to have the whole process start and then pull the plug halfway through like say the painting itself is halfway through and they say oh you know what never mind i can put this 80 dollars to something else oh no 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 that's why you that's why you take like half up front as like a down payment because otherwise people will pull that shit all the fucking time like you literally get half up front for the fucking commission because if they try to pull that shit at least you come out of it with something you know and that is what I have taken to doing. Like, I, I will not budge off of that. You are not going to screw me out of money, first of all, and my time, secondly. Time is precious, folks. If y'all haven't realized that yet, hello, hi, welcome. It's incredibly precious. And Damn I'm not... Like, I'm not the most talented painter in the world. I know how to humble myself. However, my time and my effort and what little talent I have is precious. And you are going to, if anything at all, you are going to respect that. Okay, just a real quick thing to everybody in the rest of the world. Disregard her comment about little talent. Just letting you know. All right, continue can't even let me just shit on myself. <laughs> nope. Hey, that's my friend you're talking about, okay? I ain't gonna let you fucking talk about her like that. I'm just saying. Yes, indeed. But, um, anyway, digressing for, like, the tenth time. Uh, I know, my... right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my art process tends to hit me in waves like I can go three days in a row painting anything and everything in sight save for living creatures and the actual walls because we don't own this place we rent um like it'll just hit me out of nowhere like you you want to paint everything that is not actually alive and I will stay like that for days and then I will go weeks without even touching a pencil or a pen or anything like y'all think writer's block is one thing art block I would hazard to say it's twice as bad because for me it's like I want to create I want to make something I want to make something beautiful and my brain's just like, nope, brain has left the chat, and my hands are just like, what is an art? So... Dear God, I know that feeling. I know that feeling all too fucking well. Oh my God. Ugh. Right. And as for my actual art style, quote-unquote, um, it really all depends. Um... I would say Actually, your style is, like, halfway between realistic and, like, old-school psychedelic. Like, that weird kind of boundary place. Like, you paint, like, the psychedelic-type stuff, but you don't do it in, like, the psychedelic color palettes. You know what I mean? Like, that's at least, right. like, how I see it from, you know, my perspective. Right. Actually, if I'm being completely honest here, I'm I'm not really for painting actual 
objects. I like painting backgrounds. Like, I like colors. I like blending colors. And if an object or a thing comes to me that I'm just like, oh, yeah, that would totally fit on this background, then I'll take that and I'll go from there. But if I could just have my way, I would just paint backgrounds. And I would love to make money off of that solely because <laughs> there's a market for that. There's a, definitely like a market for like painting backgrounds and cityscapes and stuff like that. Um, yeah, look into it because I mean, look, there is a market for literally everything on the face of the planet. You just have to find it. Right. Like, I know that sounds like really weird, but the truth is the truth, to quote a uh, certain wrestler. Um, the truth is the truth. You can literally sell anything, so long as you know where to sell it. You know what I mean? Where to sell it and who to market it to. True that. So seeing as we are almost at the half hour marker, I would like to take this opportunity to say pause. And everybody should take a drink. Be it water, milk, soda, whatever you have. Let's all hydrate for a second. Sound cool, Mel? That sounds absolutely wonderful to me. Hold on one second. And it's actually funny that you say that because actually it's part of the outro that I was thinking of doing and saying um, was going to be like, you know, make sure you hydrate and take your meds and stuff like that. Like a self-care message. So it's actually really funny that you say that. Yes. So cheers, everyone. Take a sip. Yup. Good old H2O, y'all. Crystal Light Lemon Sweet Tea. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I can't do straight water. Well, I can do straight water, but it has to be, like, purified. So I can't do, like, tap water. So the only way I can really do tap water is if it's, like, Crystal Light or some sort of, like, drink mix. And you can get the ones where it's, like, the two packets make a whole gallon. And it's, like, three bucks, and you get three entire gallons worth in there. So it's a buck a gallon. It's not that bad. So mm -hmm. I use those all the time. Like, there's, like, three or four flavors I really like, and I just rotate through them. So, yep. Well, I actually think it's really sweet now that you've mentioned what your uh, outro is going to be, because it's kind of kind of a reflection of the message that I put out on my Facebook every morning. I was thinking about that, actually. When I started thinking about it, I'm like, that would actually mel. Or me that would actually mel really well. Let me fucking tell you. That would actually mesh really well. <laughs> Sorry. And it goes along the lines of good morning, good night, my lovelies, my babies, my dearies, whatever term of endearment I feel like calling y'all that day. And it says, eat something, drink some water, please take your meds. And then I have like some other form of encouragement or just simply stating that, you know, if nobody's told you that they loved you today, I love you. And I don't say that just to say that. I I genuinely I ooze love. Like I and I want to spread that. To and other I can people. I can vouch for that. You really do. Like you are one of 
the most compassionate people I've ever actually met and talked to, with the exception of the times when you're not, which I know sounds really contradictory, but it's, it is what it is. What, what they're saying is I can be really mean sometimes, y'all. Like, I, I really can be, like, unintentionally mean sometimes. No, you're not mean. I was making a joke about, like, faking anger and everything like we do sometimes when we're talking and joking around. That's what I was more referring to. <laughs> Sorry. I should have clarified that. I should have clarified that. My apologies. Did we mention that I am an overthinker? <laughs> just, just a little bit. Just a little bit every other Sunday, you know? Only on oh, days that end in Y. Yes, definitely. And that, that adds to, I think, I, I feel like I just had an epiphany. So uh, take this ride with me, y'all. Overthinking tends to lead to my writers and or artist blocks because I get in my brain, sound, sound highly contradictory. Sometimes I emerge from that deep brain dive victorious with a wonderful idea either it write uh, to be written or to be drawn out or painted. Other times, I just end up curled up in the fetal position, just rocking back and forth, just wondering what the hell I'm doing with my life. So... Yeah, that sounds familiar. That, that, that definitely that, sounds familiar. That was a hell of a ramble. <laughs> but you know what? It's a true one, though. Because I get to be the same way. Like, I used to write all the time. Um, you know, I've had a couple of compilation or anthologies out there and whatnot, and I can't write to save my fucking life anymore. Like, my brain just completely shut down and, like, its whole writing section. And it's like, every single time I sit down to do any type of writing or writing-related thing, my brain, I start overthinking to, like, the umpteenth degree, and my brain completely blinks out, and I want to either curl up in a ball and cry, or just, like, throw my computer, you know, fucking yeet my computer over the fucking edge of the apartment and let it die of, you know? <laughs> like, because it's like, oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh, I wish I could just... Honestly, I just wish I could finish up the fucking re-release of Tales. That would be... Anyway, sorry, it's a completely different fucking thing. My apologies, I completely hijacked your comment. I'm so sorry. No, baby, you're good. I just, I want to, I want to add on to this a little bit because let's be real. Mm-hmm. Let's be real about this real quick. The absolute worst thing to happen to a writer, in my personal opinion, is being somewhere that you think is the middle of this story. Things are flowing, character development is going well, scenery is wonderful, the blood is the right shade of crimson, and then you blank. Dear goth, I fucking hate that. I, I have so many incomplete stories and novellas and beginnings of novels and everything were exactly like that. Like, you have everything planned out, everything's going to be awesome, all the characters are working wonderfully, and then nothing. Ugh. Oh, yes. I have had that Oof. happen to me many a time, and it's terrible. It is absolutely terrible. Like, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, honestly, because it's so... 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like you just you feel so defeated because you you're putting your all into this story. You're drawing on all of your resources. You've done all of your research. You've taken your notes. You know where this needs to go, where you want it to go, and then your brain's just like static. Yep. It's exactly your brain just fucking blanks out and you're sitting there staring at the fucking computer screen slack jawed. That literally makes me want to throw my phone across the room. Yeet! Yeet is right. I have been so mad to the point where I have had to physically make myself put my phone down because my my poor phone, y'all, the screen is cracked to absolute hell and back. She can't take another tumble. (laughs) So I will have to force myself to put it down but let's also talk about when actual true inspiration hits me and i'm putting pen to paper and i'm actually writing something physically out oh god yes that is one of the greatest feelings when you just get on a fucking roll and you're like physically writing it oh yes and and it's pages and pages and pages and no double spacing or any shit like that. It just it just flows. And then again, the brain meat is just like herp a derp. We're gonna think about something else. We're gonna think about something else and we're just gonna fixate on this other thing and fuck the story you were just writing because that's not important right now. <laughs> How many notebooks and pens and or pencils have gone flying from my presence because of that very scenario? It's frustrating. So I would like to take a moment just to reiterate, like, I'm not seeing hero worship up and coming writers and authors into oblivion, like stroking their egos until their heads literally explode. Mm Mm-hmm but a little appreciation for the time and research and the amount of time it's taken to sit down and plan this out and to create this world for y'all. Yes, definitely. 120% definitely. I'm going to get off my soapbox now. (laughs) Oh, my favorite my favorite thing though is like like you said with the writing and everything's cramped and you've got pages upon pages and then you go to type it up and it's like maybe one and a half pages on open office <laughs> you think you've written like the next greatest novel and it's like nothing in terms of computer size it, it, it's literally like a page if you're lucky Exactly. I, lo- I, I love it. It's, it's, it's one of those things where I know I should be extremely pissed off and mad about it, but fuck it. I can't help it. I love it. It's fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> oh, goodness. Actually, furthering this point, picking back on a story that was mentioned beforehand, um... Blinking a Tear was actually inspired by a close friend of mine that I refer to as my writing companion. He is my writing buddy. He is the one that I go to to bounce ideas off of whenever 
I feel like my brain is taking a shit and not wanting to work with me. And Always great to have one of those. Always great. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Mad props to this guy. Um, and he's the one that pushed me. Like, you know, you always talk about, like, the give and pull of life and death and, like, take that and run with it and then ironically he says something to piss me off and another secret another secret that I'm giving away about myself is that anger and or upset is my greatest motivator and he did it on purpose act out of spite yep I love it and when I sent it to him completely raw I had just finished typing it up no editing, fuck punctuation in a couple of spots because the words were just flowing at that point. He read it and maybe sat there for like five minutes and then called me in tears. Just what the fuck? Where did this come from? You've been sitting on this. You've been holding out on me. What the hell? And that was wonderful. And holy shit. So... (laughs) Don't anger the authors, by the way. Don't anger the writers. That's how you end up getting your name in a book, but also dying. Let me tell you something (laughs) about being in a book and dying, okay? I was in a group on Facebook for the longest time. It was called the Unblocked Writers Group. Um, UBW was amazing. I still am friends with, like, at least 10 or 12 different people from them. Um, Wayne, Larry, all them. Just amazing people. Anyways... We had a thing where we were like, fuck it, we're just going to write stories where we get to have the other people from the group in the stories and we get to kill them. Nice. Yeah. And we literally called the anthology Dismembered because reasons. Love it. (laughs) Now, I don't like my story that I put in there because I think I went way too far. I went way farther than I normally do. Way past. Look. I have stories where people literally rip out their own intestines and hang themselves by them. I have stories where people literally have their heads strapped to jacks and have their head jacked up until their head is hanging from the spine all the way up, like, near the ceiling. And I think I went too far with this story. Like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yeah, but... So sometimes being, you know, being written into a story to be killed is not a bad thing. It can be a fun thing. Just saying. Oh, goodness. That jogs my memory of one of my very first pieces that I had written with the intent of posting to the public. It was a slam piece. I can admit that now. I am grown enough and woman enough to admit that. I had just gone through a really bad breakup, and writing was my outlet at that time. And it's called A Love Story of Sorts. I'll have to let you read that one. A Love Story of Sorts. Yes. I am intrigued. I actually want to really read this. That sounds either completely amazing or completely weird. And either way, I am fucking there for it. It is also completely cringeworthy because I wrote it back in like (laughs) 2013, 2014 era. Very cringy, very angsty. But again, as I had explained before, 
was just coming off of a really bad breakup. I had to let it out somehow, and people needed to die, so... Yeah. That sounds completely reasonable to me. I see nothing unreasonable there. Writing is a healthy outlet, and I wish that more people would take advantage of that. Who gives a fuck if it's cringy or if it's angsty or that you plan on never letting it see the light of day, let alone somebody else read it? Do it for yourself. Damn straight. Look, at the end of the day, any type of art you create, whether it be physical art, writing, uh, poetry, uh, fucking sand sculpture, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you are creating the art that you want to see in the world. That is, the, that is what you do with art. You say, okay, I want to see this type of art. Well, I will make it that way I know it is there. And you also have to be your biggest fan and your biggest critic at the same time. And it is fucking insane and self-loathing. And there is a reason, I believe it was Hemingway that said, you know, write drunk, edit sober. Because <laughs> you definitely fucking need to, you know? You could not have said that more beautifully. That was literally spoken poetry, folks. She could not be more right. Well, thank you. If you, <clears throat> if you could see me now, I'd be curtsying. Just saying. <laughs> well, it looks like we're coming to the end and starting to wrap up now. So, anyways, just so kind of in summation, so people can get in touch with you uh, for your art commissions via your Facebook page, correct? Yes. And I have a note here. I am going to bring this up, and you can talk about it however long you want to. Um, it says here you are trying to get an anthology of your works together. Please tell me you are actually doing that, because I will be, like, first in fucking line to buy it. What do you mean, darling? You're the one that I'm sending it to so it can be edited properly. Oh, I can't edit to save my life. I can do a GSP edit, but like in terms of like a content edit, I'm not good at that sort of thing. However, I do know some editors that are actually really good that I can refer you to. That would probably, yeah, that would probably do a hell of a lot better job than I ever could. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, not a problem. Yes. My collection of short horror stories, because that is, as before mentioned, uh, that is my genre, that is, that is my comfort zone. As someone put it to me many, 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 many moons ago, like, take it back to, like, sixth grade, the world is not all rainbows, daisies, and unicorn farts. Of course it isn't. The world is a vampire. We all know that. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> no, that was amazing. I absolutely love that. So, um, <laughs> I, I took that as the most positive criticism that anyone has ever given me. Because I, in a failed attempt to write just a, a humdrum, run-of-the-mill type story cannot even tell you what the topic was because it was so bland that's what spurred that comment was that's not you your personality is not even in this story so I don't even know why you wasted the ink and the paper to write this what come on 
again, sixth grade era Chelsea, I can just about imagine. <laughs> true, 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 How, but still. But again, I took that as positive criticism or I, I turned that into positive criticism. Like I can push myself harder. I can make the humdrum and the monotone and just the bleh, boring of the world something dark and twisted make make people think about things that's that's another big part of my writing in my mind anyway is that like i like twists like plot twists and some people catch it some people don't that's okay Everything I write is open for interpretation. If I make you sit there for 30 seconds just to think, my job is done. I have completed what I have set out to do. Definitely. Actually, that reminds me, um, you actually got to read one of my works before (laughs) we started this interview. Yep. Um, any commentary and or questions about that? No, nothing nothing outside of, you know, what I mentioned to you earlier, because you had, you had mentioned, I'm not going to go in and spoil it, because I know it's probably going to be part of the anthology, and I don't want to spoil any type of plot or plot twist. But at one point, it's meant to read as though a character had written a certain type of note, and I didn't get that. I got more of a, I'm leaving... So I'm writing this note and leaving this note behind to tell you guys to go fuck yourselves. I'm leaving. Have a great life. Or have a fucked life. Either way, get fucked. That's how I picked that up. Even though apparently it was supposed to have a a suicide note type vibe to it. So yeah, definitely open to interpretation. Um, I pick up on different things than other people would. And other people pick up on different things than I would. So I can see where some people would probably get it. I didn't, but that doesn't change the fact that the fucking story is amazing. So there you go. Well, thank you. And I, I brought that up to also say this Mm -hmm. there, there is almost no topic that I am not willing to write about, or at least put my own spin on it. However, I will say this, in this particular story that we are talking about, it did push me out of my comfort zone because I was completely ignorant to the fact that things of this nature happen in the world. So I had to do a lot of research or attempt to do a lot of research because it led me to a lot of sketchy websites on the interwebs, let me tell you. Yeah, Um, I can see where researching that would definitely not be the safest thing for your PC and or phone. Right. And maybe also put you on a watch list or two. Shout out to my FBI agent. How you doing? (laughs) Hey, I apologize to my NSA guy that's assigned to me every single day. All right. I'm just saying. (laughs) So, yes, to just kind of wrap that up, um, the spectrum of my writing is kind of vast, but then kind of not. Like, we've already talked about life and death and 
I briefly talked about Wishes. Wishes is about demons, and Blink and a Tear is about life and death, and Blood and Bubbly is kind of about, like, SCP Foundation world-type-esque thing. I'm just, I'm all over the place, y'all, but rest assured, you're gonna go on a wild, a wild ride, regardless of whatever story you decide to, to read. And, and that's the all only we can thing, ever ask. Yes. And the only thing I could ever ask of y'all is that you really try to submerge yourself in this world, like my world that I've created. And think about it. That's all I ask. And I think that is a perfect way to end this. Um, Chelsea, I want to thank you so, so much for coming on and for being my first guest because... Yeah, that was amazing. Thank you so much, dear. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I hate the fact that all of my nervousness decided to go away the last 10, 15 minutes or so. <laughs> Sounded like it went away after like the first five, 10 minutes. Like for, after like the first five, 10 minutes, I think you were absolutely fine. Like you sounded absolutely wonderful. So I did have a really good time. I did have a lot of fun. So yes, thank you for having me here tonight. Indeed. And after, or in the lead up to your anthology coming out, or like af right after your anthology comes out, I would love to have you on again to like talk about that in more detail, if you wouldn't mind. I would love nothing better, dear. Awesome. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for, for popping up on our show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that was Chelsea DeLon. Thank you so much, dear. Thank you, and y'all have a good one. And I think we're going to go ahead and call that an episode. Um, thank you all for sticking around to the end of episode one. Uh, again, this is just more of a trial run. I'm pretty sure, you know, as the episodes go on, the format will be more solidified and we'll have a better, a better format of, you know, what we're going to be doing, say, better script for intro, outro, et cetera, et cetera. But for now, I just want to say thank you for, for coming on this ride with us. And y'all take care of yourselves out there. Drink some water. Take your meds. Get some proper rest. Take care of yourselves. Because nobody else is going to do it for you. You need to take care of yourself. We want to see you in this world. This is Melancholy. Mel. Melly. Whatever you want to call me. Signing off. And uh, y'all have a great day. Bye.